Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 356, for Saturday, July 2nd, 2016. This is the BGG Top Ten Edition, a quarterly look at the top ten ranked games on Board Game Geek. Three of the last four quarters we've had a new entry. That's not true this time, but only barely. Sliding one spot to number 10, after two quarters at number 9, is Mage Knight Board Game, by Vlada Kavadl, published by WizKids, with a rating of 7.96. That is down one point, and number 10 is the lowest position that Mage Knight has seen since July of 2014. And that's really through not much fault of its own. Its rating has been relatively stable, uh, even tending to go upwards. It's just that there's been so much competition with the games jumping above it. In the precise rating, it is actually 7.960, so still the same rating, but that's down 7 points there in the precise, which is the largest quarterly decline that Mage Knight has had in the four years it has been in the top 10. And it almost fell out of the top 10. The game at number 11, Seven Wonders Duel, is only three points behind it in that precise rating. After two quarters at number 8, sliding back one to number 9, reversing the trend, is The Castles of Burgundy by Stefan Felt, published by Alia and Ravensburger with a rating of 7.99. That is up a point, 12 points in the precise, which is a very significant increase and yet only the third largest increase within the top 10. This does reverse a trend of going upward. Uh, It entered, this is its fifth quarter, it entered at number 10, then went to 9, to 8, stayed at 8, now back to 9. But as I will note in just a minute, I think it will go back up. After two quarters at number 7, sliding back one to number 8 is Agricola by Uwe Rosenberg, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 8.00. That is down one point. And after two quarters at number 5, dropping back two spots to number 7 is Through the Ages, A Story of Civilization by Vlada Kavadl, published by Eagle Griffin Games, also with a rating of 8.00, though that is down three points from last quarter. It is, as we will see, suffering from an acute case of sequelitis in that its sequel is outperforming it. And for the third quarter in a row at number six is Puerto Rico by Andrea Seafarth, published by Rio Grande Games with a rating of 8.02, and that is down one point. All right, let's talk about those Uh, three or four games here for just a minute. First, the uh, last time that Puerto Rico was above Through the Ages, which it is now, was July of 2012, four years ago, since Through the Ages has been beneath Puerto Rico in the rankings. Uh, Let's compare Puerto Rico and Agricola. We have to talk about the precise rating again, going to three decimal places. And looking at those precise ratings, here's where they are. Puerto Rico is at 8.019, Through the Ages is 8.004, Agricola 8.002, and the Castles of Burgundy 7.993, 
or to put them in relation to Puerto Rico, through the ages, 15 points behind. Agricola, only two points behind that, so 17 behind Puerto Rico. And the castles of Burgundy, only nine points behind that, or 26 behind a Puerto Rico. So looking at Puerto Rico and Agricola, this slow-motion battle that we've been watching ever since Agricola fell below Puerto Rico, which was over a year and a half ago, first they were separated by one point, then four, then eight, then 15. Last time it was 18. This time it narrowed just a touch, back down to 17 points, which is not nothing, um, but it isn't a whole lot. On top of that, we've got the Castles of Burgundy intrigue here. It gained 12 points in the precise. Agricola lost 7. Through the Ages lost 25. Puerto Rico lost 8. Which means that if they perform that same way in the next quarter, uh, Castles of Burgundy will almost assuredly pass Agricola. And through the Ages, if it continues to drop like a stone, well, it, it might drop all the way out of the top 10. And Puerto Rico, depending on the performance, could also be passed by Castles of Burgundy. It might pass all three of them in one fell swoop. Now, it seems like Puerto Rico is one of the, most, the, the longest running, one of the two long-running games in the top 10, 39 quarters for Puerto Rico and Twilight Struggle. But it seems like it won't be much longer, and it's just going to be Twilight Struggle and a bunch of new kids. Puerto Rico's got 39 quarters, Agricola 35, Through the Ages 34, after that, the next longest-running one, aside from Twilight Struggle, is Mage Knight with 16. And then Terra Mystica with 12. So a lot of new blood in the top 10. All right, let's continue forward. After two quarters at number 4, sliding back one to number 5 is Caverna, The Cave Farmers by Uwe Rosenberg, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 8.05. That is basically steady. Only a three-point loss in the precise. After two quarters at number three, sliding back one more to number four, is Terra Mystica by Jens Drogemuller and Helger Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 8.15. That is flat. Six points up in the precise means that this is its new high mark. It capped its high mark last time, did it again this time. Highest rating Terra Mystica has seen and yet it's been a year and a half, two years, since it was as low as number four. Again, that's because of the competition. The thing, and I mentioned that all of these games had spent two quarters in their position before moving down. The reason they've been in that position for two quarters is because they were all passed by Pandemic Legacy on January 1st, and now they've all been passed again. In its second quarter on the countdown, climbing seven spots from number 10 all the way up to number three, is Through the Ages, A New Story of Civilization by Vlada Kavadl, published by Czech Games Edition with a rating of 8.19, a 27-point increase in the non-precise rating. Uh, and so that's a, a massive, a massive increase. That's the only way you could have it, to make a seven-position jump within the top ten. And for a long time, I talked about how well, let me come back to that. But just wanted to note, too, that Terra Mystica had a 10-point gap between 8.15 for Terra Mystica at number 4, Caverna 8.05, a 4-point more gap up to Through the Ages, and another 4-point gap up to the number 2 game. There for the third quarter in a row, Twilight Struggle 
by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews, published by GMT Games with a rating of 8.23, or in the precise 8.229, which is a 10-point increase, and its highest rating since October of 2013. So it's not like Twilight Struggle is falling off the cho- falling off the table here. It's doing very well. Uh, the digital implementation, surely part of that, it's just now it has some real competition. All right, going back to the Through the Ages. Uh, for the long time, we've talked about how Twilight Struggle had a huge gap between itself and the game at number two. Uh, it seemed like it was completely untraversable. As recently as uh, October 1st, I talked about the fact that it seemed like no one's ever going to catch Twilight Struggle. It's just too big of a gap. And then Pandemic Legacy, which we'll talk about in a second, did it like that. And through the ages, not as fast as Pandemic Legacy. It was released at the same time, and it's coming on a little more slowly. But it has climbed past everybody else, and it has bridged this gap almost effortlessly in just a three-month time span. All right. It uh, passed through the ages, the original through the ages peak rating, which was 8.17. That's a rarefied error. The only games ever to have had that rating or higher are Twilight Struggle, Pandemic Legacy, Agricola, and Puerto Rico. In other words, the games that have been number one. And Through the Ages now has that rating, but I don't think it's ever going to get to number one. I'm sure I've said that before. But the number one there for the third quarter in a row is Pandemic Legacy by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 8.39. That's a six-point gain in the non-precise rating, 54 in the precise 8.39. That's a 16-point gap back to Twilight Struggle at 8.23. Through the Ages, 8.19. Terra Mystica, 8.15. I just got finished saying that I talked so many times about how Twilight Struggle had this unbridgeable gap. Nobody was ever going to cross this gap. And it was a smaller gap than the one that Pandemic Legacy has now. Now, The largest lead, this is the largest lead a number one game has had. 16 points. Since January of 2008, when Puerto Rico had an 18-point lead on Power Grid. 8.39, that's a higher rating than Agricola ever saw. Agricola's peak was 8.34. Pandemic Legacy passed that in early April. It now has the highest geek rating that has been seen on the site since Puerto Rico had an 8.41 in April of 2007. Now, as far back as we can go, Puerto Rico's peak was 8.44 in January of 2007. That was back when it had something like, I don't know, 2,000 ratings or something. It was a much smaller site at the time. And we don't have data going back any further than that, going back much further than into 2006. So, Pandemic Legacy, I don't think it's going to catch the highest all-time rating by next quarter. But it seems reasonable to suppose that it will. One reason is that its average rating is just not decaying. It dropped to a particular level. Right now, its average rating is about 8.65, which is ridiculously high. One of the highest ratings for a ranked game, uh, no matter how many votes they've had. 
and it just isn't falling. It fell to that level right around the beginning of February. And there were some, as you can imagine, ratings bashing when it finally passed first Terra Mystica, then Twilight Struggle, and its rating took a hit. But since early February, it just has not fallen any further. It's had this stable rating uh, rating for five months. Now, even more impressive than Pandemic Legacy's 8.65 rating is, through the ages, 8.97. 8.97. It's hard to, so you look at that average rating and you think, well, you know, Through the Ages has a real chance at catching Pandemic Legacy. Look, they're separated by 20 points in the non-precise, which is an enormous gap for sure. But Through the Ages gained 27 in this past quarter. Couldn't it really challenge Pandemic Legacy? The thing is, I don't think it can. And part of that is because Pandemic Legacy's rating is so high. Twilight Struggle's only 8.2. Three something. Pandemic Legacy is 8.6. Through the Ages, about 9. But you look at the ratings. uh, Through the Ages has a little over 3,000. Pandemic Legacy, almost 10,000. And it is adding ratings at a faster rate than Through the Ages is. And its rating is not decaying. In fact, I think, if anything, going forward, Pandemic Legacy may put even more distance between itself and through the ages. Now, if you're at all interested in this titanic struggle between these two brand new powerhouses, I'd encourage you to follow a thread that I have on Board Game Geek. And what you can do is you can go to Board Game Geek, go to the search box, select forums, and then type in tracking the ranking. That is tracking the ranking. And there I have through the ages and uh, Pandemic Legacy going all the way back to their release. I'm tracking them day by day to see how they perform. And there's a whole lot of interesting commentary. Well, I think it's interesting. You may not. Interesting commentary in there about their performance. For Saturday, July 2nd, 2016.